Hello, this is Roxana Blair with Roxana Blair Coaching, and you're listening to the Moments of Grace podcast with Dr. Jerome Butler. This is your host, Dr. Ray Jerome Butler, and welcome to A Moment of Grace. My dear hearts, as I come to you today, and if you have if you can identify with anything I'm saying right now, you can raise your hand. Been hurt by people, you can raise your hand. Maybe words have hurt you, you can raise your hand. Maybe you have had family members who have done you wrong or maybe even hurt you. Um, Guess what? You can raise your hands as well. We all have been there. And my story is going to be different than from your story, but we all have a story. And the the wonderful thing about going through is that optimum word, that word through. We're not in anything to, to stay and knowing that this too shall pass should always have us in a position that we are joyfully moving forward even the worst moments of our lives, we should always be joyfully ready to move forward. My guest today can uh, attest and witness to what we're talking about. Her name is Tammy Ersty. And Tammy has a blog, it's TammyErsty.com. And she's in the process of writing a book. And, you know, just a true witness. Tammy's been through some, some things, but has come out of those things on the other side. She didn't stay in it, but she came through it. So welcome to Moments of Grace, Tammy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Oh, it's such a joy to have you here with us. With that said, would you introduce yourself, Tammy, to the Moments of Grace audience? Yes, I'd love to. Um, Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Tammy Ersty, and I'm from Michigan. (laughs) All right. Michigan. And so, so Tammy, you, um, you, you, you were raised in, if I understand, um, uh, in the Catholic church, um, or, or you were non-denominational or raised in the Catholic church. Is that correct? Uh, yes. So, um, you want me to just talk a little bit about sure. my background? Please do. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I am currently, I am, uh, you know, 47 years old. I'm married, uh, to a wonderful, my husband, uh, Matt, um, we have a blended family. Okay. Uh, uh, we have four children between us. Uh, my two, uh, are the oldest and the youngest, and then, um, his two are in between. Okay. And we've been married and together about 12 years now. And gotcha. so I, I grew up. Um, in uh, a Catholic uh, background growing up when I was younger. And then I, um, as I became a little bit older and went into my teenage years, I was brought to, you know, a couple different kinds of churches, Protestant, non-denominational. Um, and that's so kind of- Let me ask you a question, Tammy. So, so why the, the eclectic uh, religion, religious um, array? Was there any particular reason? Was your parents- um searching 
were were other people inviting you guys? What why so many so many different um, uh, religions? Um, it had more to do with my parents um, splitting. Okay, and okay. Uh, kind of you know it was very um, it was a very abusive growing up. Um, I'm so sorry that, to hear that. Uh, thank you. Um, so it was just you know with parents splitting up, and then it was more my father's side that was you know, on the being Catholic. And then so my mom, when, um, you know, they were apart and stuff, she would take us to other, other and introduce different churches. Was she, was she searching or what do you, what what do you attest that to be the reason, um, she was taking you guys to so many different churches? I think it was just more, more probably anger, um, and not, and being forced to, uh, do all the Catholic to do um, that she felt that she had to do marry my dad some of the um some of the the uh, uh i guess you say traditional things that go along with uh with with, with being catholic correct. Uh, she, correct you you assume she was was trying to break some of those bonds correct, correct. got you got you got you now you 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 mentioned um and 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 if i say anything um Tammy, that is insensitive, or if we're going down a road that is painful, um, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with you. Tell me, Dr. Bella, I don't want to talk about that. It's fine. Um, going through some of the, the 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 hurt and angst that that you did, do you perceive that it was um, the splitting of your family was on more on your father or mother, or, or, or was it a, a mutual? Um, uh, separation of your family? Um, it, as far as uh, my parents, I think are concerned. Um, when I look back, I can, I can see that it was, it wasn't, it wasn't mutual. Um, it was more of my father was abusive. My mother was trying to get away from him. Um, and then they, she would go back. And so it was a lot of years of leaving and going back. <laughs> so that, emotion, um, that emotional carousel. Yeah. Uh, get, getting yeah. on it, get your ticket, you get on it. Uh, you don't like the ride that you're on, get off of it, but you've got to get yeah. back on it for some reason. Yes. <laughs> um, and, and unfortunately, um, when you find those, that, that carousel relationship, uh, there's kids involved. So how many of you guys was it, uh, Tammy? Uh, me and my younger brother. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Now you, you also, um, you, you mentioned, you know, the home was, was dysfunctional and mm-hmm. I think a lot of, a lot of that was on your, was on your father as far as the abuse, but you know, you, you also went through, and then, like I say, again, if, if we go down any road that is, is, is painful or too painful, you know, we, we, we can talk about other things but you also went through some abuse mentally and physically and emotional also. Um, where did that start at Tammy? Um, that started pretty early on. Um, most of the physical abuse was towards my mom. Okay. Um, and then there was a little bit towards my brother in later years. Um, it was between your father and he. Yeah, between my father and him. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, 
my father targeted me um, more so for the uh, sexual abuse. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, my sister. Thank you. Thank you. Um, God's done an amazing healing work in my life regarding my father. Um, So so I was just the target more of his affection in those ways. Um, So I didn't experience a lot of the physical abuse from him. Um, And then the, just the being in that type of environment to begin with. Um, So there was a lot of just mental and emotional abuse too, and neglect, I would say too, okay. uh, growing up, you know. Emotional, uh, financial, uh, 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 the whole, the in, in totality, or, you know, was it just emotional neglect, physical neglect, um, uh, financial neglect, or just to- in total? In just in total. Gotcha. I mean, you gotcha. know, the, you know, um, and I, I, I want to choose my words carefully because, um, you know, we're all, we're all fallen and yes. we're, we're all sinners. And yes. so, um, and so I, I'm, I just want to be, I want to be careful. I want to be honest with my testimony as far as what I, um, experienced. And at right. the same time, I do want to try to honor my mom and my dad as best as I can with still telling the truth. So, um, so I, you know, I'm going to choose my, my words carefully That's when right. I talk about them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was tough. I mean, the, the reality was, is that it was a very dysfunctional home. Um, there was drugs and alcohol, um, in the home and there was a lot of being bounced around a lot from, you know, city to city and, or state to state. And, you know, we would, a couple of times we didn't even stay with our parents. We were with other people. So um, it was tough. It was really, really, really tough. And so, and you know, my mom and dad, they, they're, they were broken, hmm. just broken, broken people themselves. Right. Right. Um, and so they were dealing with their brokenness. Gotcha. And, you know, we were just, we were caught in it. For sure. Right. The, um, you, you know, being in, being, you know, the Bible says that it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. And so whether you, um, whether you want to get wet or not, uh, when you're out and when the storm comes, you're, you're going to get wet. And so unfortunately you and your brother were part of the collateral damage of, of that relationship. Um, Tam, I'd like to take a break and, and I hope that was, was not insensitive. You guys are not collateral damage, but I hope you understand what I was saying. Yeah. Um, you, I'd like to take a little break. And then when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about, um, how you got to a place of, of healing, how you got to a place of restoration in your testimony. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Wonderful. So we're, we're talking with, uh, Tammy Erste and, um, Tammy, uh, as you hear, went through some, um, went through a hard life. Everybody's, as I said at the top, you know, everyone has their own story. But I truly believe that we, it's not where we start, it's where we end. We can either lay down and waddle in, you know, self-pity or the past, or we can pick ourselves up 
grab everything with all the tenacity that God has given us and move to another direction. And so when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Tammy. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Our podcast has been nominated for five spin awards. I would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards. Thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace. And we pray that you have a day of grace. Thank you. Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. So we're back and we're talking with Tammy Erste and, you know, dear hearts, um, I love the place of grace. I, that's why our, our ministry, the grace project, you know, we, we build homes for the homeless and, and for, for homeless veterans. And after 10 years, we give the homes to them. Um, uh, when, we're not rich, so let me stop that right now because my my wife is always accosted by people. Well, how do I get one of those free homes you and your husband getting given away? Um, there has to be a true true place of 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 homelessness and, and brokenness, and we want to make sure we impact people with grace. I truly believe that, and you all are not going to believe this. You know, I've been ministering for close to thirty years. I really did not understand. Um, the true meaning of grace until I met some of you guys, some of my guests, some of my audience. And I thought I did. I really and truly thought I did. But then I met you guys. I, I, I had an opportunity to interview some dynamic people. And one of those people is with us today. Uh, we welcome you back, Tammy Ersty. And uh, Tammy, before you left, you were, were sharing with us about some of the home dynamics you went through. And, you know, I want to I want to shift a little bit because, like I said, you know, we are going through these things. God doesn't bring us through there to stay. He brings us through things to get to the other side. We go through these tests so we would have a testimony. Amen. So, so what was the turning point for you? I know you, you worked in some restaurants and things of that nature. And I would imagine with, you know, we're coming out of the, the, the family dynamic, working in restaurants, someone would probably say you had hit bottom or were at the bottom, but, but what was the turning point for you? Because that, that, you know, you, you went on beyond um, the family dynamic, beyond the, uh, restaurant jobs and things of this nature. So what was that turning point, my sister? Um, really, I think it was uh, you know, probably a couple moments, you know, um, 
significant period, time periods in my life. Um, so coming out of what I came out of as a, as a child and going into my teenage years where I became very promiscuous um, and just foul mouthed really. And, um, you know, I was angry, mm-hmm. right? I, I, you know, I was angry about some stuff. Um, I had some dealt with depression, um, really didn't want to live, but I, I didn't want to die neither. Got you. Got um, you. And so I just, I just was having a hard time. Just in, kind of feel like life, you were right? just existing instead of thriving. Exactly. Um, like survival mode, right? right? Gotcha. Fight, fight gotcha. or flight. Fight or flight, right. right. Was my, my go-tos. Um, and I just learned how to run a lot too. Mm. So that was, that was a real problem. Um, and that would be the pattern that I would take in my life for a very long time. Okay. Um, that fight or flight. And, uh, you know, so that led to a, a plethora of bad decisions. Um, and in all of that, I was trying, I was on the striving, trying road all the time. So explain it to me if you don't mind. Tammy. Yes, I would love to. So growing up the way that I did, I knew that there was a God. Um, mm, okay. I'm um, going to church and what, and when I was younger, um, you know, I professed and raised my hand and I believed and I didn't want to go to hell. Right. You, right. I grew up in the era of, you know, hearing those preachers, brimstone and fire. Exactly. Right. Um, so right. I didn't want to go to that place. Right. Um, so I believed, you know, what I was hearing and I was always, you know, the first person to raise my hand and I didn't quite grasp or get salvation I and so I kept doing it over and over again where so I was like I have to raise my hand every time and I would cry and I didn't didn't quite understand it so through my 20s going into my 20s um, I was really you know I I can't quite say and pinpoint you know whether or not I was truly saved or not and and I say that because I wanted Jesus as my savior, but I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't want him to be Lord. Right. He wasn't Lord of my life. Got you. Um, Got you. Because I was striving and I, and I thought I had to do something to, to make, do something right to make God love me more. Hmm. So I was really confused about um, the gospel. I really, truly was. Can I, I can I ask you a question? It. Because you were, you're going to get several churches, you're going to the Catholic church, yep. mm-hmm. uh, going to non-denominational churches and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, through all of that, was there any confusion by, um, because, it, and I would imagine, um, you know, coming out of a dysfunctional home, you're hearing in church about love, but then maybe not seeing it as, as you should, where mm-hmm. did the confusion come in? Um, and, and during all of that, was there any church that you were at that you think, you know, that you had that aha moment? I, I, I think I can get with that. And then maybe you moved on or something. Um, so I had a very distorted view of love, obviously. Gotcha. Um, it was very tainted. Um, from both my 
father and my mother, a lot to do with my father because of, I couldn't grasp God as my father being loving. Um, I saw him more as an authoritative waiting for the hammer to come down. Gosh, if I screw up again and do something wrong again, Mm -hmm. I'm really going to get it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's the element of, you know, my mom um, to where I just, I, it was never, no matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. And I just couldn't be accepted really for who I was. Okay. Um, And so adding those two together, my view of God was so distorted. Wow. I can imagine. So I had a hard time relating. So Mm -hmm. that personal relationship they would talk about, I, I just, I didn't understand it. I, I didn't get, I wanted it really, really bad, but I just didn't understand it. And I kept thinking I had to do something right. Like other people had something that I didn't because I was doing something wrong. So gotcha. my focus was completely on me. Right. Right. Um, even though I desperately wanted what I, what I was hearing, I just, for me, I was like, how do I get that kind of thing? Gotcha. So instead of being on a receiving end of it, I was striving real hard to try to figure out a way to get it. Gotcha. But, but, you know, looking at, at your dynamic is that that's mm-hmm. understandable, you know, mm-hmm. that, 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 that's totally understandable because like you said, for, for most of your earlier years, you're, you're in survival mode, you know, whether it's to um, get gain substance emotion, whatever, you know, you're in survival mode. So, so that would, you know, that would make sense to me. Um, But what was, what was the turnaround for you? Um, Tammy, what was the term turnaround for you? The, there came a point um, in my life where, um, you know, I was in that striving mode. I was going to church and anytime that things seem to be going good. It was like, okay, I'm doing good. God's right. blessing me. I'm doing right. good. Um, so I must be moving in the right direction kind of thinking. Um, then the dot, dot, dot moment. Comes, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And so the, the dramatic point in my life, when my life just changed was when I was professing that I was a believer, but I was still living in the world. And gotcha. doing what I wanted to do, yeah, yeah. really, um, but trying really hard not to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was about 24 years old, um, I got pregnant. Okay. And that's that's really when everything changed. Gotcha, gotcha. And so the so so you, now you're you're pregnant, and I should clarify, I, I got pregnant for the second time. I, I had you. already, I already had one, one daughter at okay. 19 gotcha. who I was trying to raise on my own. But, but that wasn't the wake up call. The, the wake up call was the, the second baby. What was different? What was different about the second baby that, uh, and where you were with, within yourself that mm-hmm. you, you, you had to make that change because at 19, um, if I'm hearing you right, that didn't shake you, but at 24, there, there's a, there's a there's an epiphany, there's a, a grace moment. So, so, so share with us how that happened. Um, so 
you know, I, I, I would say that, you know, when I was 19 and had my daughter, my, my, my first daughter, mm -hmm. um, that was a little bit of a wake up call for me. Okay. Cause now I have this little baby to take right. care of. Right. Um, and she and didn't so ask to be here. Trying real hard. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Right, and, right. You know, I was in and out of abusive relationships myself because oh, that's what sure. I saw growing up. Um, so, but, and so it was a wake up call of, you know, Hey, you got this other person now to take care of. Okay. Um, when I got pregnant again and the person that I wanted to be with, um, did not want me to have the baby. Hmm. Uh, that's when my life just changed. Okay. So I was put in a position where I had to make a decision and I, I made the wrong one. Hmm. I was, I was tempted and, um, you know, I always say, you know, I was a professing, believing Christian going to church, doing, trying to do right. And I walked into that clinic that day, knowing, knowing what the Bible says, right? you know, knowing that it was wrong. And I still walked in there and I did it anyway. Gotcha. And that's when my life changed for the rest, forever. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and that, that's a, that's a place of pain and it's one that can never, you can never take back. Um, and, and I, I know you're speaking from a mother's perspective, um, early in life, I was that guy that you're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. that didn't want the child. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I forced her, but it was, you know, um, I, I've definitely encouraged her not to have it. If so, 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 you, you know, we're talking from the same, same cauldron in the same spirit, my sister. And it's, it's yeah. one that you, you know, you can, you can never take back, but you know, we, we, we're so thankful for that place of grace that heals every stain, you know, at least I am. I don't want to speak for you, but I, I'm I'm so thankful for 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 you know God that He uh, John three seventeen says He didn't come to condemn the world, but through Him the world might be saved. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a um, there's a place of grace, but I, I'm I just wanted you to be at, at ease <laughs> because I've been where you are from the male side, so I'm not going to tell your story, but I just wanted to add that to it, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate so, you. Thank you for sharing so, that. So after after having um, after going to the clinic and all of this, Tammy, and, and going through the emotional angst that you did, what what was your next move, my sister? Um. Well, um, you know that day. Um, right afterwards, I I was pretty much a wreck. I can um, imagine. And really, I, the only reason I was a wreck was, and I couldn't stop asking, was I just, I sat in that chair afterwards and I just kept asking God to forgive me mm. over and over and over again. Um, and that started this, this journey, I guess you'd say that he would begin to take me on, um, that I just was unbeknownst to me, um, of, healing, restoring, forgiven, and bringing me through, um, 
the past of my life and walking me through those moments of those deep rooted lies in my heart that I have believed pretty much all my life, which led to me walking into that clinic and making such a decision. Gotcha. Um, I mean, so to, for as far as I was concerned, nobody was going to ever know. Nobody mm-hmm. was ever going to know that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to talk about it. Um, and I, I couldn't even hear the word. I could not even hear the word mm-hmm. for a really long time. If I heard it on the radio or it came up somewhere, um, the shame that I felt was so overwhelming and the pain that I felt was so overwhelming, um, that I just couldn't bear it. And so I just kept building the wall up more gotcha. and more and more and more. Um, but all the while, you know, um, God pursues those that belong to him. You know, he says, my sheep hear my voice. Yes. They follow me. So, um, he, he just never let up his hand on me. And, um, yeah. And so it just started that, that journey of me not knowing him right. and him beginning to reveal himself to me of who he really was and gotcha. who he really is. Gotcha. You know, as you were talking, um, um, Matthews six and 14 kept coming to mind. Um, for if we forgive others, their transgression, our heavenly father will forgive us. And so sometimes we have to be in a place of forgiving ourselves um, of, of those transgressions. Um, because it's, it's, you know, we can, we can play the blame, blame game that Adam and Eve did, you know, well, the woman that deceived me, well, it was the serpent that deceived me. So we can point the fingers at everyone, but I think, True healing comes, especially with these, um, with these private matters, because that is a private matter to me. Um, mm-hmm. That that's between you and God. Um, these healings come when we are willing, first of all, to confess our sins, and secondly, take ownership of what what just transpired. And I think that that puts us in a place uh, where the father can forgive us. And at the same time where we can forgive ourselves um, as we move forward, Tammy. So you, and you know, you, that, that, that actually was, that truly was the, the hindrance oh. in my walk and in my, my story yeah. was the part of, you know, you need to forgive yourself. Come on, come on. That, that, that really was a, a hindrance more than anything mm. uh, because I, I couldn't see myself. I couldn't forgive myself. Um, I was totally okay with, okay, I, okay, God will forgive me. I'll, I'll accept that. And, but I wanted somehow to still be part of, nope, but I deserve to pay in some kind of way for what I have done. And that was the hindrance and that is the part of the gospel that I did not grasp. I did not understand the gospel. And the enemy uses that. He, he, oh, he, yeah. oh, he, <laughs> oh, he, oh, he, yeah. <laughs> he will, he will beat you from, from morning, noon and night, you know? Um, and, and I don't know about you, but I remember, uh, seeing, uh, it had children already at the time. Uh, remember seeing a, um, a little boy and his father. And uh, I had a son already, and and for whatever reason, 
you know, the devil just attacked my mind and I just, I broke down. And I guess this guy just figured, what is wrong with this idiot? <laughs> <laughs> why, is this guy, why is this guy sitting on a park bench looking at us crying you know and and, and you know I, I missed that I didn't have an opportunity to have that and again like I said the enemy used that guilt he used the place of unforgiveness within myself and like you said but um, the, the moment that we forgive others ourselves that puts us in a position where God can work with us when he can forgive us mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the things that was, um, that really, you know, began to penetrate my heart was, um, you know, reading certain Psalms, you know, and and just beginning to confess, you know, I might think of Psalm, you know, 51, Mm -hmm. you know, 51, four, where he says, you know, David's like against you only, you know, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and you know justice when you you know when you judge and I just think so I would receive that as far as the condemnation part of it where I was like yes you are absolutely right like I deserve to be punished right right (laughs) Um, and so even the enemy would even twist even things that I would read um, and just twist it to just condemn me even more And so it wasn't, it was, it was a struggle to try to just receive the goodness and the grace Mm. that the gospel is about. Um, And it would be years actually before the, before I would see it, but the Lord was already orchestrating. I think from the moment that I sat in that chair and asked him to forgive me, that was it, was the moment that he forgave me. That's right. Um, it. it just took me another 20 years mm. to really get to a place where I really believed it and received it and understood it. Um, okay. And he orchestrated over the next 20 years, people that would ultimately come into my life that would speak truth and life to me. Um, but really uh, God had to take me all the way to seminary for me to understand what the gospel was. Cause I just okay. wasn't getting it. <laughs> say, 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 this is not, I'm not processing this. So <laughs> I'm reading you. I, I, hear I, you. Get it. <laughs> I, I understand, but I'm not understanding this totally. So say so it's yeah. almost like uh, sitting in, in a class and it's rocket science to you. You, you, you can read the same book, but the process is not there. It's not it there. Was, it really was that. And uh, you know, so when I, when I read and I know the word that says, you know, the word of God is alive and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. I know that to be true because the word is what changed me. That's what Mm -hmm. transformed me. And so, but it really did take me going kind of all the way there. And um, yeah. And it was actually pretty profound in that moment when it hit me to my core, pretty profound. Um, and I just remember kind of sitting there going, wait, what? That's, right. <laughs> that's, that's what God did. That's what Jesus did right. wow. on the cross. Wow. And it was so penetrating where I went home and just looked at my husband and said, did you know? <laughs> like, seriously, did you know? Because right. I didn't know. Right. right. And that's when I 
I just think my eyes were just opened and the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And what happened was it, like they say, it went from knowing like Mm. with your head and the gospel just penetrated my heart. Yeah. It just penetrated my heart and the light went on and I've been changed and different ever since where I'm like, wow, I, and so I've just been in awe. God, I'm in awe of his grace and mercy and what Christ did on the cross for us. I just, I can't get over it. The more and more I, I learn and know him, I, I, I don't, I can't even comprehend the grace and forgiveness. Beautiful. Beautiful. Even, even, I even asked my pastor once, you know, where I struggled with, well, what about the thought that I even had when I walked in there of, well, God will just forgive you. And he said, the blood even covers that. that. Yes. So Every it stand. was, yeah. Cause I was really, con- you know, kind of confused about it, where I was like, but I had the thought, you know, and how does that make it like, right. right. That I even had the thought. And he was like, yeah, the enemy uses, use the scripture just like he did to Jesus to tempt you to sin. Exactly. Exactly. And I just was like, so I'm, I'm in total okay. and utter awe. <laughs> of the blood and what it covers and that's that's what he went went to the cross for my friend uh, that 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 right there i i was reading a study i think and again going back to seminary um some i don't want to date myself but anyway um that christ's blood is every drop of blood that he had would cover every man, woman, and child to the end of time. That, that, that we have that yeah. many cells in our body. Just, just think about that. So there is, there is a individual drop of blood that he shared, shed on the cross for everything that Tammy did, for everything I did, and everyone that is willing to accept it in this world. That's how powerful it is. Tammy, it's been such a blessing to have you here with us. Um, we know that you are, uh, you have your blog and you're looking at the blog really doing well. And we're going to try to make sure it does even better. I'm going to do this um, if, if you're willing to do it as well. Uh, if you are listening to Moments of Grace and you will reach out to Tammy uh, when she gives you her contact information or blog, I'm going to give uh, two people my devotional because we want this young lady's blog to uh, be seen. We want it to be read and we want it to be uh, entered into your life. So at least two of you guys, if you reach out to Tammy and say, Tammy, I was heard you on Moments of Grace and, and she email me back with your address and everything else in you. Uh, my latest book, which is A Moments of Grace, A Devotional for a Busy Life. So I'll, I'll send you, I'll give two of our listeners a free copy. How does that work for you, Tammy? That sounds wonderful. It's very wonderful. generous. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Tammy. Anything else before we let you go? We have about 20 seconds or so here. Sure. Um, really, if you're just sitting out there and if, if you're listening to this, I just want you to know that um, uh, God's grace, it grieves me to no end that my sin put Christ on the cross, but just in his 
this love and overwhelming faithfulness and grace. Um, he's, he extends the forgiveness. And uh, if you're sitting out there like I was and you made such, such a decision, I just want you to know that there's hope. There's hope in, in Jesus for you. Amen. Amen. And thank you for that word, Tammy. And somebody out there heard that. I truly believe that. Somebody heard that. Well, thank you so much, Tammy, for being here with us on Moments of Grace. Uh, we pray that you, Matt, and your beautiful blended family will continue to blend in love and, and joy in all that you do in this, this, uh, this, new, um, this new year. And may God's grace continue to rest on your home. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, we've been talking with, uh, with Tammy and dear hearts, you know, no matter what you've gone through, um, grace is on the other side of the door. Um, could be abuse, could be an abortion, could be, you know, um, there's nothing that the blood does not cover. Like I said earlier, every drop of blood that Christ shed was for every man, woman, child that would ever be born throughout eternity. And so that means that there's a drop of blood for you. Keeping in mind that every sinner has a future and every saint has a past. With that said, we love you all so much. This is your host, Dr. Ray Jerome Butler. Remember to love God, love life, keep the light on. We'll see you next time on Moments of Grace.